Everybody, my name is Tyler Freeman, and here we are for the last episode of Series One. What better way to top it off than amateur midfielder Ed Skinner? Ed, how are you, mate? Yeah, really good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. The weather's looking up; it's getting sunnier, so you know, positives all round. Absolutely. Um, yeah, weather's been unbelievable. Uh, long may that continue. Exactly. We're getting into that stage now where it's going to be constant sun, so I'm just buzzing for it. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, don't mind a bit of sun. Very, very um, happy to, very welcome to have that after um, after the rain we've had recently. Yeah, it's been a good kind of surprise how this week we've just had good constant weather and hope long may it continue then. Oh, I'm real. Yeah. Ed, for the last time this series, before we get on to anything else, what's your meal deal of choice? Okay. Um, meal, I'm not a massive meal deal um, eater, to be fair, but... Um, Mine's actually really awful, and I feel like I'm opening myself out for um, potential criticism here. But could um, be. my sandwich, I'm going. My sandwich, I'm going um, chicken salad. Yeah, good shout. It's not bad. It's a good start. That is it. It's not bad. Um, this is where it gets worse. The <laughs> snack, I normally get a fruit pot. Oh no! Probably not going to go down too well. That's an absolute stinker. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, drinks-wise, I'm going probably Lucasade Orange. Oh, you've saved it a bit there. Uh, the fruit pot's the only thing that's marking it down, but it has got to be marked down numerous yeah. numbers there because, you know, you've got chocolate bar or crisps, but you've got that healthy option. So you've got to rate it in terms of the football and healthy side of things, but it's a meal yeah. deal at the end of the day, and, you know, you've got to go full on. I know. I'm just, yeah, I don't, that, I'm just saying what I normally get. So Yeah, at least um, you've gone I'm with your heart, massive, you know. I'm, I'm not massive on the... Yeah, on the crisps, to, to be fair. So it's probably just a fruit pot. But uh, yeah, Luke said orange. I quite like Luke said before before a game. So um, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you not a fan of the red? You're not a fan of the red one, just all orange? No, orange all the way. Yeah, most people are, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, it's just a classic. Classic, that's it. <laughs> right. Well, I've got to rate this before we get on to anything else. So you've gone <laughs> chicken salad sandwich, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Uh, ooh, so it's not that's not bad to be fair. Like as I said, that's a decent shout. Good thing to start off with. And then you've obviously gone the fruit pot, which you know less said the better. And then <laughs> the Lucasade. The Lucasade is decent though. So for it's me, I've to have to go just seven point five. You know, is it there thereabouts? It's in the right. middle. I'll take that. You could have been up, you could have been up higher massively, but. Because you know you could yeah. be challenging up there, but honestly, that fruit pot—you've just you've had a bit of a mess. <laughs> oh, Got to look after you. you know, body's a temple and all that. <laughs> of course, we get it most weeks when people say body's a temple, but then they go for something like just some bites or something, yeah, which yeah. is a healthier option of Chris. So I guess you've probably gone down the right path in terms of you know keeping the manager happy with the fruit pot. Absolutely. It was talked about last week when Southgate put out his provisional squad for the Euros. He's now announced a squad that will compete in the tournament. What are your thoughts on that, then, mate? Yeah, I mean, I had, a, I had a look at this earlier. Um, four right backs is obviously controversial. A big yeah, controversial. Yeah, um, I think the way he's justified it is the fact that they can all play in different positions. So you've got Walker can play sort of centre of a back three, for example, and Trippy. I think pretty sure Trippy's played left back as well as right back and wing back as well. 
Um, so I think that's why he's done it. Um, personally, I'd probably say that we don't need four. I'd say maybe three. Yeah, uh, They're all decent players within their own right, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, the main one for me was uh, not including Lingard. Oh, it's, it's honestly huge, wasn't it? You know, you had the story of maybe not selecting Trent, which I thought if he doesn't get picked, then he's been robbed. And then you also got Lingard as well. I don't know what more he could have done. You know, he's coming in that short amount of right, time. Exactly. Literally and played out his skin. Else. Absolutely. Yeah. He, I mean, he's he's moved obviously away from United where it wasn't really working from at the time. I think he was getting much games, many games to be fair. Um, yeah, he's gone to West Ham. He's absolutely lit it up, played really well, scored a load of goals. Um, and he's and as well as that, when he's played for England previously, he's always done really well. Hundred percent, yeah. Seems like the sort of character that likes the big stage and he likes to show up in the the high pressure moments. So yeah, I definitely agree. The main yeah. one for me that I would say was disappointed that he's not going, but. There's a few in there as well, though, isn't there? You know, some people mentioned Ollie Watkins. I'm not too sure about what could have come with that because we've obviously got a few strikers in there. Harry Kane's the most noticeable, but then it's got Calvert Lewin yeah. as well, which is obviously a good backup. And then Rashford could play up top there as well. But yeah, you know, I could have potentially put him in. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Rashford's been overly good second half of the season, but I think he's got a lot to offer still. You've definitely got to put him in there, don't you? Really, you know, he's one of the star there. England players. Yeah, absolutely. You've got Grealish, who obviously has been injured, but he's so talented, great player. Um, so he, you know, he had to go. Um, and then, yeah, Ollie Watkins, again, good player. I think um, there's going to be a lot more to come from him. Um, but yeah, he just misses out. I'm not, yeah, I mean, that's just what it is, what it is, isn't it? We've got if if Watkins had that extra season to maybe prove himself, I feel like he would have probably been in contention, do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely playing at that level for another year, then maybe. Um, and I'm sure he'll play loads of games for England in the future, um, you know, because Kane's not going to be around forever. Yeah. And someone's going to have to go and take that, you know, sort of take that place, aren't they? So it's definitely going to be a hard spot to fill when he obviously retires from international football. We'll oh, see, won't we? Because, you know, he's, he's been one of the best for years now and he proved it at the World Cup. So to fill his boots is going to be a massive task. Yeah, yeah, top class player can score any kind of goal, really. Um, we just got to try and keep him fit. I think that's the main thing for this Euros. Um, and I don't know, like Southgate, I think Southgate will probably rotate around the players quite a bit, depending on who we're playing against. Um, but I always find that sometimes you want to just get your best team on there and get a win early, and then from that you can build confidence. Yeah, I mean, we've got a hard group. You know, you looked at the World Cup and it was it was realistically, it should have been a bit of a breeze, except from Belgium. But this year, you know, you've obviously got the likes of Croatia first game, which, you know, you've always got to win that first game. It's massive yeah, momentum. Exactly. And then you've also got Czech Republic. They can't, you can't look down on them either because they've got some no. good players and can perform. We've seen it, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. No, all good sides. Absolutely. Um, Croatia, the first game as well. That's definitely a tough way to start it. And like I said, you want to get off to a winning start or definitely not losing it um, because there aren't many games in the group stages and if you lose your first one, you're already sort of chasing. Uh, and then on top of all that as well, you've obviously got the rivalry with Scotland. You know, we've everyone's going to want to yeah. win that and hopefully that will G the players up a bit to kind of go for that one because it, it will mean so much to everyone in England. Yeah, yeah, that will no, be really good. I think it's a Friday night game as well, so 
um, a few beers will be sank then for sure. Plenty of room for that, definitely. Absolutely. We'll start amateur related, of course, and let's talk about you know the big one this past you sit this past season. If your back injury, if you'd like to tell the listeners how it occurred, occurred and the full extent on the injury, that'd be great. Yeah, so um, it was the fourth game of the season. Um, I had a little look earlier because I was trying to remind myself how many games I actually played this season. Um, so yeah, we played. It was the fourth game. It was against Buckingham at home, and um, I can't remember if it was just before half time or just after. Um, but we were one nil down, I believe, at the time. And I think it was Ross rolled the ball out to me. I was playing left mid and they just had an attack. And I think we were then looking to quickly break the other way. Um, so he's rolled the ball out to me, but rolled it a little bit short. Sorry, Ross. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone throws him under the bus. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I hope I've got that right, by the way. Um, and I have dropped in just a little bit short to get to the ball before the, the the opposition player, basically. So I've got my body in between the ball and the player, and he's just sort of come through the back of me um, and sort of need me in the base of my spine. Yeah. Obviously, just falling forward on the floor, and um, yeah, couldn't couldn't get up and stuff. Um, yeah. So trusty physio Mark comes on. Um, yeah. yeah I mean there's not really much to say from there is there honestly when it first happened like I was it was a Tuesday night game as as well wasn't it so yeah that's it we were I think we were losing already so on top of that for you to go down injured that badly it was honestly it was just an awful night all round wasn't it I know yeah and um yeah a couple of the lads got me to my feet and I sort of hobbled my way back into the changing room and um I didn't really know what I'd done at the time it wasn't because you have knocks and injuries and in football we've had I've had loads in the past but walk it off kind of always, sometimes it's really painful at the start but you give it sort of 10 minutes and it, then the edge comes off it a bit uh, put some peas um, on it yeah exactly yeah magic spray <laughs> um but it wasn't it wasn't quite sort of going anywhere it was and all the pain was um down going down into my legs so that's when I thought oh this is it this is a bit um dodgy nice. yeah a bit dodgy exactly um, and then, yeah, the following morning went to um, A and E because I just couldn't walk. And then, um, yeah, they put me in and gave me loads of like injections and stuff, and gave me an X-ray and said that I'd fractured uh, two of my vertebrae, which was L two and L three. Honestly, like to get back from that the way you have is incredible, isn't it? Because you're obviously before. You know, coming up to pre-season now, you've obviously been in training as well and you've looked sharp, so credit to you. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. I'm, I'm definitely getting back there, absolutely. Um, it was a li- little bit of a bumpy road getting back, to be fair, because when I first got the injury and I was in hospital, uh, a specialist came and saw me the following morning and she's, I, the first thing I said to her was, how long do you think I, until I can play football again? And she sort of, sort of said, oh, maybe three months. And so I thought, okay, that actually is not too bad. And that'll fly by, won't it, really? Especially when... fracture, I thought, that's, that's not, not too bad. Um, and then obviously the three months came round and I was still getting pain and stuff. Um, so I went back for the following checkup and, and the, the next person said, oh, it'll be four or five months. So I was starting to realise that actually this is going to take a bit longer than I first thought. Um but, I mean, as back injuries go, it could have been a lot worse, you know. Most people have, some people can have um, 
in back injuries that affect them for the rest of their life, and that won't happen to me. So you, de- you definitely came off, with. yeah, the luckiest side of things, didn't you? But yeah, at least you, you you obviously found your way back, and you look sharp in training. So I'm guessing you're ready for pre-season now, then. Yeah, buzzing for it. To be fair, really looking forward to it. Um, you know, it was a weird season anyway with COVID and so much of it getting cancelled. So if you're going to get a long-term injury, then um, what a time to do know, it! What a time to do it! You know, literally, what a time to do it because um, I haven't missed actually that much. Um, but yeah, back to training. Really enjoyed it. We did, um, we did sort of I don't know how many four or five weeks worth of training or whatever it was. Um, that's obviously now ended. We've got a short break and then. But then it's back to pre-season and we've got a pre-season schedule lined up and um, yeah, plenty of games and, and, you know, getting back to fitness really. How close are you from full fitness? So how long would you be looking to play in these pre-season friendlies? Um, it's one of those really that I probably won't know until I actually am, I'm in there playing proper, like proper games. Um, but I mean, I feel, I feel fit. I feel I don't have many issues with my back at the moment, so um, touch wood that carries on. And then I think, I mean, me and Lee had a conversation a little while back um, and he sort of said that we we were going to be rotating a lot for the pre-season friendlies anyway um, because we've got so many. You know, there's like two a week, I think. So it'll be a case of 11 or 15 or whatever are playing in this game then it'll be a different 15 for this game and there'll be um, that sort of thing. So I think... That's, a, that's the way to do it. We've got quite a big squad. Um, pre-season's there to get fit, isn't it? Pre-season's there to get your sharpness back. It's what we're all going to need, um, especially as we haven't played a competitive game for so long. Um, so, yeah, roll it, you know, looking forward to it. I don't even think it's just the uh, just getting back to full fitness and stuff this time. It's more than just the excitement to get back to playing football because we've obviously had them stop-start stop breaks, but... Coming into this season, it looks like we can probably go the whole way through without anything stopping, fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, that that would be amazing. That's that's obviously what we're all hoping for. Um, we'll have to have to wait and see how things unfold. But hopefully the the news has been mostly like positive recently. So if that carries on like we expect it to, then um then yeah, next season could potentially be completely un, uninterrupted and we can get back to a full, you know, full cycle of games. How honestly? How good would it be, like just having that that league go the whole way through? Because we had it stopped twice now, and we last season we looked hopeful, didn't we? We obviously hadn't played as many games as like other teams because of the VARs, but it still did yeah. look hopeful. And you know, we had the squad as well, so we could have gone the whole way. I feel, but just to have it stopped was just horrible, really. Yeah, no, we 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 looked good um, last season, definitely, and I think we actually played. Um, pretty much all of the teams in the top half of the league, so we we haven't played many from the lower league, uh, lower parts of the league. Sorry, so um, yeah, we were doing we're holding our own. We're doing we're doing pretty well. So this year, if it does go the whole way through without any interruptions, it'll be really good to see where we are basically, um, and especially as the league um, is changing so much. So there's there's been a um, a lot of teams moving across different leagues. Um, not yeah. 100% sure. They, they do this every every few years. I think it's for geo, like geographical reasons uh, where where the clubs are located. But um, yeah, we're going to be playing a lot of teams this year that we haven't played before, which will be sort of a good test for us. 
definitely because we've been stuck with them um, the same tip the same t- few teams for the last few seasons obviously and like to move them at this point as well I feel like it's a good thing to do because you know we've we've played what new salamis twice in the space of like a few weeks so you know if we can just yeah. get a few more teams in and around the leagues it'll be great yeah I think it makes it a bit more interesting to be fair um players like myself we've been around for you know for a little while I've, I think I've played pretty much every team in division one in the Premier, you know <laughs> multiple times probably so yeah, from a personal point of view, I've, I've, I'm quite excited to play different group of teams, definitely, and see where we're at. It'd be a good test for us. We definitely can't underestimate any teams though, that have come in because realistically, no one really knows anything about each other. The ones coming in, they're not going to have a clue what it's like being here. Then obviously, we've stayed here, but the teams coming in, people probably got... There's like It's likely that they could underestimate the teams coming in because you know we've never had, we've never had games against them, really, so... We'll just yeah, see how it goes. Exactly. And it, it'd be easy to do that, but, you know, they're, they're playing in the equivalent league, so they're just moving sideways. It's not up or down. So, yeah, I think we've got to go into every game, and I'm sure we will. Like, I'm sure that will be the mindset of going to every game, knowing it will be a challenge, knowing that we're good enough to win it. And then, you know, if we play to our best, then, you know, we give ourselves the best opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Tying in with the start of the new season and the past season, as well as your injury. You know, the injury did leave you out of football for a fair while and you did attend lots of games. What was it like watching it from the sidelines? Yeah, so it ended up being um, six and a half months that I didn't play any football for at all. Um, So, yeah, it was quite a long time. Um, So I turned into a fan, basically. Um, because it's always difficult when you get an injury, and especially a, a long-term injury. injury. Um, it's difficult to stay with the group a little bit. You end up being on the fringes of stuff a little bit more. Um, so, you know, and I you know, I wanted to be around the lads and wanted to watch and see how they get on. So I came down as much as I could, um, sort of after the, the first sort of four or five weeks. And, um, yeah, came down and watched. I saw quite a few of the... Vars games, we went away on the coach for a few of those trips, which were really good. Um, saw a few league games as well. And um, yeah, to be fair, it's pretty you know, impressed with what I saw. I think the, the lads did really well. Um, and I know it's been covered and said loads of times on here before, but um, yeah, we, we're making definite progress. It's a good group. And um, yeah, it was, it was enjoyable to watch and still try and be a part of, even though I wasn't playing, if that makes sense. It was definitely good to see you making them trips. You know, it was obviously like a two and a half hour trip to Stanway, but you still made the journey there, which is obviously great to see as well. Yeah, and and um, Gaz did really well with setting up the coaches and stuff, and it made it really easy for us. To be fair, it was, um, you know, we're leaving the club at this time. We'll get back at this time. This is how much it is. Job done. Um, great way to spend the afternoon cheering the lads. Yeah, because some of us were left there, like scratching our heads. Oh, how are we going to get to certain games? Because I'd heard this a few seasons before there was a coach, but I wasn't sure how it all worked. And then to get that text of Gaz to uh, like offering us if we wanted any seats on the coach, it was good. And then you know the whole experience if we win on the way back, all the singing and all that is brilliant. Yeah, exactly, and that that makes the trip really, doesn't it? So um, yeah, we had a good few good few away days, some good. Um, Good drink cups on the way on the way back as well. Um, yeah, good laugh, good times. Hopefully, Def- again, that can continue next season and we get another another cup run again. 
I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't mind another Vars run. And I, I think I said a few weeks back. You know, I think we can go further in the Vars, like further than we did. I think we were unlucky at that game. Did you go to the game at Mulbarton? No, so that's the one I didn't go to. So I'm yeah, I didn't make lucky that one. charm. And, uh, I'm the lucky charm, exactly. Yeah. So um, I was following that on uh, Twitter. To be fair, it yeah, weren't we all getting the updates and stuff and seeing uh, what's happening and and I can't remember who's updating the accounts and stuff. But yeah, I was just following following it on there. Yeah, poor Gaz, you know, he's 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 got a lot to do on a match day. He's obviously speaking to different people all around different clubs and then still trying to update the Twitter. So I don't blame him if he's know, off it yeah. sometimes. He's got a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, I know, absolutely. No, he does a great job. Definitely. You know, looking at the squad we've got this season and, you know, we're still, we've got good players, you know, everyone's informed before we obviously stopped playing. Would you say it's going to be very, a hard a hard task to get back into the team? Uh, yeah, and that's good. I think that's good. Um, definitely, we've got there isn't any, we haven't got any weak positions. You know, we've got decent players in, in all positions, we've got a decent squad, we've got a good mix of experienced players and youth, which hasn't always been the case. It's not, that's not been like that. Um, over a few years uh, prior that I played with Antil, and um, we've typically had very young teams, so that's a definite. Uh, bonus. I think that's a good. That's a good. Um, good thing for us to have, and we've got some leaders as well, which is which is really important. So yeah, we've got we've got a better squad. We've got a better mix of of like I said leadership and ages and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, definitely, it's a challenge. Um, of course, it will be. I have to get fit. I have to get back to play how I know I can play. And um, yeah, I'm not expecting just to come straight back in and, and play every game. I know I'll have to um, earn the right, as will everyone else. Definitely got a good mentality coming into that new season. And I thought, you know, it's obviously everyone's going to be challenging for places because we've got lots of players in different positions now. And your, your position, you know, in that centre mid role or back on like the left mid, right mid, you know, it's going to be challenged because we've got quite a few players that can play there. Yeah, like, that's it. like I said, we've got a decent sized squad. We've got good players. Um I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> Definitely not getting any quicker. So yeah, you get you have to adjust your game a little bit, I guess. Um, you know, and yeah, no, definitely be a good challenge. Looking forward to it, um, and it'll be good, like you said, to get back into pre-season, get back into the routine of playing and training regularly, um, seeing where we're at. Really, I think see where we're at after five games, see where we're at after ten games, and then just take it from there. I definitely agree with you in terms of you know the squad. You're going to be one of the more experienced players because you've been at the Amps for quite a while now, and as you said, you're not getting any younger. So it's, it'll be good. It'll be good that you are one of the more experienced players because you know we've got we have got younger players coming through now. So to have people in the team like I say, Ross, you know, Dobbs, Jamie as well. He's getting on a little bit, but we've got to have, we've got to have them players at the end of the day. So it's always it's always a pleasure to have them in the team. Yeah, exactly. You have to have um, you have to have a mix. You have to have a blend of, of personalities and ages, definitely. And like I said, we haven't always had that, which we've got now. We've, like I said, you've mentioned a few there, like Ross and Dars and, and people like that, um, that have got more experience, that are uh, leaders, and that's really, really important. And um, that helps the younger players, um, you know at different points during games because we're, we're going to go through tough times. We're going to go through times when we're under pressure and you need, sometimes you need an experienced head 
uh, just to get you through those times. Um, so that's obviously where myself and where other players within the squad that have played for longer will hopefully be able to sort of guide the rest of the team um, into what, into you know, through those situations into where we think we should, what we should do and, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I feel like all the more experienced players are definitely going to be a key part coming into that new season. Before we finish anything, Ed, I've got one more question for you. If you describe Amstel Town FC in three words, that'd be great. Yeah, so I had a little think about this because I've seen that it's come up on the other podcast. Um, I, mine are probably ones that have already been said as well, but these are the ones that are just the first thing that comes to my mind. So firstly, community. Yeah, uh, solid. Second, second one, friendly. I think we're a friendly club, really. Uh, and then the third one, which ties into that, is welcoming. Yeah. Um, I think we're, you know, sides that come over to Amtil, they know that they're going to be well looked after. They know that there's generally good people around the club um, and that run the club. And I think that, you know, the friendly and the welcoming sort of bit and the community, I suppose, all ties into that. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say, say those three, to be fair. I'd say not just in terms of welcoming other teams you know we've had new players coming in like the, the back the start of last season and everyone's welcomed them in as well and they look like they're just gelled into the team really well yeah definitely and um yeah that's really important because if someone moves over to to a new team they might not know anyone or they might only know a couple of people and the quicker they can feel comfortable and feel relaxed around the group the better it is for us um because they're gonna they're gonna perform better uh, they're going to stay as well. They're not going to then move on to a different club, which you see a lot at our level. Uh, people just bouncing around different clubs and stuff. And um, yeah, absolutely. So I think new players, as well as when teams and fans come to the ground um, to feel welcome. Yeah, definitely. Ed, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on, mate. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, right. And yeah, you're doing a great job. I know, it's, again, I know it's been said loads of times, <laughs> um, but you're doing an absolute smashing job, mate. So well done. Honestly, thank you very much. It does mean a lot. That has been episode 20 of the Ansel Army podcast, the last of season one.